Meseches Rosh Hashanah, Perek Beis, Mishnah Zayin. Rosh Beis Din Omer, Mekudosh. The head of the Beis Din would declare that the month is Mekudosh, that the month is sanctified. And this was a required part of the procedure. The Rishonim discuss, if it wasn't done, it's still considered Rosh Chodesh. But nevertheless, it was an essential component. V'chol ha'am onin achrav, and all of the nation would answer after him, Mekudosh, Mekudosh. Like the Pasuk says, Ashatikru osam, that you declare the Rosh Chodesh. So they would all answer, Mekudosh, Mekudosh. Bein shenira bismano, whether the new moon was seen at its expected time, the night of the 30th. Bein shalonira bismano, mikachin also. Or whether the 31st is going to automatically become Rosh Chodesh, because no one came. So therefore, uh, it would really be Rosh Chodesh no matter what. Even so, in this scenario, they would still go through the process of declaring Mekudosh, Mekudosh. Rabbi Elazar Bar Tzadok Omer, Rabbi Elazar Bar Tzadok would say, Im lo nira bismano, if you did not see it in its time, a mekadshin also. They did not, they were not mekadshin, shekbar kitshuhu shamayim. Because after all, why do we need the declaration of the Jewish people to say that the day is Rosh Chodesh? After all, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself has declared it to be Rosh Chodesh. Meseches Rosh Hashanah, Perek Beis, Mishnah Ches. Demus Tsuros, Livanos Hayulol Rabin Gamliel. Rabin Gamliel actually had charts of engravings that had the images of the moon in different potential sizes and positions uh, that were um, in some sort of chart that he could show to witnesses to help them clarify exactly what it is that they saw. Batavla Uvakotel Baalioso. On, he had them on a tablet, on a tavla, and he also had them on the wall of his upper chamber. And Rabbi Gamliel set up these uh, various pictures so that the witnesses could point out the ones that were most similar to what they had seen. And he would use these to show those who are more simple, those who, who could not perhaps understand the complexities and nuances of the interrogation questions that were posed in the previous Mishnah. And so therefore this would help him. And he would say, Omer, and he would say, He would say, did you see the moon like this? Pointing to one of the pictures. Or did you see the moon like that? Pointing to another one of the pictures. So, There was a story where two people came and they said, that we saw, the two witnesses came, and they said, we saw it in the morning in the eastern part of the sky, and in the evening in the western part of the sky. So the Edom are saying that they saw the moon at the time of sunrise of the morning of the 29th, and they also saw it the same evening, that night, the night of the 30th. So this is problematic. Amr of Yochanan ben Nuri. So says of Yochanan ben Nuri, Edei Shekerim. These are false witnesses because from an astronomical perspective, this is impossible because you can't see the old moon in the morning and the new moon that evening because the moon in its cycle is essentially invisible for a 24-hour period between the final phase of the old moon and the first phase of the new moon. So what they saw was impossible. Yet, Kishiboli Yavne, when they came to Yavne, Kiblon Raman Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel accepted them. Why did he accept them? Because Rabbi Gamliel knew that through his astronomical calculations that it is absolutely possible that the moon that they had seen um, that was visible on that 30th day was in fact the Levana, was in fact the Mola, the new moon. 
Elamai, they saw whatever they saw the um, 12-hour period before, he attributed to being some sort of aberration in the sky. And he was willing to bifurcate their testimony and focus specifically on that which they had seen that he knew to parallel his calculations and as a result declare the Rosh Chodesh and simply ignore uh, the other element that they saw, which he just assumed to be a mistake. The Odbo Shnayim Amru, and another occasion, two witnesses came and they said, Ra'inuhu bizmano uvelel iburo lo nire, that we saw the moon at its expected time, but at the night of the added day, the night of, of, of when it's supposed to be full, it did not appear. In other words, on the night of the 31st, it was not there. So, Vikiblon Ramagamliel, and Ramagamliel accepted them. He accepted their Eidos, and he, and he essentially established Rosh Chodesh on the 30th day, because again, he knew that by, based on his calculations, that such a thing was possible. Amar Rabbi Dosa ben Harkinas, says Rabbi Dosa ben Harkinas, Eide Shekerhein, that these are false witnesses. He did not accept their, expl- their testimony. Why? Heich me'idim ala isha. How can they give testimony? And, and the Mishnah is providing a metaphor on a woman that she gave birth in one day, and that the next day she's she's pregnant with the baby. How can they say that if the moon appeared on the night of the thirtieth, and therefore it should be Rosh Chodesh, that they then did not see it on the next night? It's it's not possible. It would be like the the, the process of moving backwards. Amar lo Rabbi Yoshua. So Rabbi Yoshua said to Rabbi Dosa that that I agree with you, I agree with your argument, and therefore Rosh Chodesh is really on the 31st day. So Rabbi Yoshua did not accept Rabbi Gamliel's um, psak that Rosh Chodesh should be the day it is. He believed that Rosh Chodesh should be the following day, and that led to the story that's told in Mishnah Tess.